Welcome everyone. Uh, here, this is uh, again Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California, and uh, thank you for joining me this day on uh, Small Catechism Live as we continue on uh, with our study of Luther's Small Catechism. And I pray that all is well with you this day as we uh, really dig into uh, the close of the Apostles' Creed uh, here in Article Three. Uh, that I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Um, and, and this is where, um, what, a great, what a great text this will be today as we learn it together. But before we do, uh, why don't we begin with a word of prayer. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace that uh, though, though you give Adam's consequence to return to dust, O Lord. You also give us the promise of the offspring of a woman that would not only crush uh, Satan, but also give us life eternal. Lord, bless us, O Lord, in, in your promise, knowing full well that, that through all things you died the big death for us, and that you have given us the gift of eternal life. Bless us this day, lead us in your word, and through all things, grant us great joy and gladness, knowing full well that under your name, under your blood, uh, we are given life everlasting. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, today, um, I'm kind of going back to my, um, apologies, on my 1991 catechism. I just feel like this one is a little organized better for me to teach today. So if you have the 2017 version right here, um, apologies. So just follow along. I'll try to make it as clear as possible so that um, you will not be flummoxed by the <laughs> different flummoxed do we ever say that word i've never i don't think i've said that word in like 30 years 40 years i don't think i've ever said it anyways i don't know why that came up is that part of my vocabulary bank huh. anyways so um we're back <laughs> sorry sorry okay so today apostles creed article three this is what should be going on in our meditation as we say these very words. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Right? Now, again, uh, what does this mean? Right? We look on our, if you want to look on 2017, you can. It says, on the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. He will raise all the dead, it says. Now, again, why do people die? Death is the, as, I, as we talked about this last week in Genesis 5, our text, Genesis 5 and 6, about and he died. Uh, death is the most unnatural thing in our life. That when we are born in this life, the next step is death. And, and death is a reminder of Romans 5.12 or Romans 6. 23, for the wages of sin is death, right? And this is the picture of, of why we even speak of the resurrection of the body, because, well, first we, uh, first death, I know, is, is something uh, that we are reminded uh, of the consequence of our sin, right? But when we talk about death, Again, it always goes back to what? It always goes back to Jesus, right? And I'll write it. Let's see, where should we write it? It goes back to Jesus and what he has done. That Jesus 
Again, 1 Corinthians 15, 55 to 57, one of the, the great images, right, uh, of, of what this life everlasting, what this resurrection of the body is all about, uh, is what? That death is swallowed up, all right? Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? You know, I just got stung by a bee the other day, probably a month ago, randomly. It was like a rogue bee. You know, have you ever just a very aggressive bee? It wasn't a yellow bee. It was like this black bee or something. It just attacked me out of the blue, right? And I, I was stung and my friend was there and he had a pocket knife and he plucked it out for me. I know, sorry, random story. But when I think of, when in that very moment, I know I'm always thinking about these things. I, I thought about a sting and I thought about the sting of death. Not thinking that I was going to die in that very moment, but just the idea of this 1 Corinthians 15 of being this, this sting of death that is just in us ever since the fall. But then as we talk about Christ and the victory that he brings, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? That death is swallowed up, Right? Um, and we see that great picture of what Jesus has brought to us as uh, what we talk about, and I want to get here, sorry, I'm kind of out of order here, but when we talk about um, uh, that death has been swallowed up by what he has done, now because of his resurrection, John 5, we see what? John 5, if you can turn to this, uh, 28 to 29 and and clearly it says all who are in the tombs will hear his voice remember that goes back to my sheep hear my voice right that is uh what is that i think that is um john 10 27 to 28 my sheep hear my voice john 10 27 to 28, and very similarly, as we look at uh, um, John 5, 28 to 29, as we read that together, uh, we very well know that here we see the very words, all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. Now, that is the picture. I guess for us, the faithful, there we see the tombs will shake, we'll hear his voice, and, and there we will uh, go to the resurrection of life. Again, as we see this uh, division, those who believe, those who do not believe, Daniel 12, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, but also some to shame, to everlasting contempt. So we see right here clearly that when we talk about the resurrection, the last day, there will be, uh, uh, there, there is something for everyone, right? Uh, everlasting contempt or everlasting life, right? There is eternal life and there is also eternal death. Now, the question is, how do we know? How do we know? How do we know eternal life? How do we know eternal death? And here we see what we talk about the resurrection of the body. We, we know um, as, we, as we look at what happens when we die, as it says in Ecclesiastes 12, 7, right? The dust returns to the earth as it was. 
And it also says the spirit returns to God who gave it. Right? And that spirit who returns to God who gave it, dust returns to dust. The spirit returns to God who gave it. Here in Luke 23, what does it say? 43, truly I say to you, truly, truly, amen, amen. Today you will be with me in paradise. Not tomorrow, but today on the cross. There he, Jesus imparts the word to the criminal who is hanging with him on that other cross. Today you will be with me in paradise. Yes, our bodies go uh, to the ground, to dust. Our spirit, our soul goes to paradise with him um, immediately with Christ in heaven. This is the resurrection of the body. So I know um, some of you who are listening, I know recently, uh, especially Matt, uh, dealing with um, the grieving process of, uh, of those that have gone before you. I know some people at church here too uh, who are dealing with the exact same thing. But what we can rest upon is this very thing. Today, you will be with me in paradise. I mean, when we think of paradise, I, I can't imagine what that looks like because our pitily fallen minds can only fathom even just a, a speck, not even a speck of what that looks like but infinitely and exponentially even more. What a great picture this is. Uh, as we say, I believe in the resurrection of the body, right? Th this, is, this is it, right? This is the, the, the paradise that we're speaking of, that, that, that we are with God and that when we do die, uh, as we know that is the deathly consequence of our sin, uh, we're, we're, not, we're not left alone, but actually we are uh, with God in heaven. And, and this is the great picture of hope for those that have gone before us, but also for ourselves, right? That's why death is, I think the fear of death as we talk about this time, I know I talked about this earlier, but you know, for us Christians, yes, we, we, we cherish this life. Uh, I know this week we are celebrating the sanctity of life and, and all that goes with it. And, and we definitely uphold life for all that it is. But when that time comes, when, when the Lord takes us, we're not, we're not alone. God is always with us, and we know the hope that is in Christ Jesus and what he has given to us and how, how that shapes uh, how we view death, right? Uh, that there is victory, as we talked about 1 Corinthians 15, 55 to 57. But, you know, the world today, you know, when, when we look at a world uh, that is suffering um, in, let's say, unbelief, uh, they see this time of the pandemic in a totally different way. I mean, they see covid uh, in a, a, as a monster that will basically end life for them, as if this is the end, right? And it's a terrifying thing to, to, to really dwell upon that reality for many people as, as if they believe that there is nothing after this life. Now, for us Christians, this life is just a blip on the radar. If you think of a radar or a timeline, this is just a blip. We're looking forward to what is to come um, as we are with God, but also on the last day when he will take us up and we will uh, be raised up, our body and soul united again to glorified bodies. Right? And again, when we talk about on the last day, um, what a great picture this will be for us uh, as as uh, I can't imagine what that will be, this glorified body, body and soul uh, re, uh, reuniting in this glorified body, how that will be. But what, do I, what I do know is uh, how a, 
a moment of great rejoice that will be for us Christians knowing full well that uh, the, the heavens and the earth uh, uh, will pass away as God will uh, restore and, and, and bring us the new heavens and the new earth. And what a great uh, picture uh, 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 that will be uh, as we uh, rest upon those very words, the resurrection of the body. Again, this is words of anticipation, words of what is to come. Words that saying, yes, this shall come because the Lord has promised it. Because what we're looking forward to is not just this temporal life, but what is to come. Right? There is that anticipatory nature of this part of the creed where we're like, yeah, that's right. right. This is what shall come on the last day. Thanks be to God. Right? This, is, this is everything. Because as we follow suit here, everlasting life. Right? Life everlasting. This is who I am. Eternal life is a present possession. What does present possession mean? It means you have it right now. Aora, right? Now, right? Nun, now, right? And here, um, in, in uh, the present possession, uh, we very well know that uh, eternal life is not simply what we look forward to, but this is who you are right now, right? And when we talk about timelines with this arrow going forever, that's vastly different than a timeline that just goes from A to B in this transitory life, and there it is. We have this everlasting life in the name of Christ and what he has done for us, right? How do we know? Because we were predestined, big word, Ephesians 1, 3 to 6. If you could turn to that. And here we see in Ephesians 1, 3 to 6, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the Beloved." The beloved in Christ Jesus. So when we talk about predestination, how do you know that you were called? Well, simply by the work of Christ. That Christ has gathered you by his very blood. This is how you know that you are called. By the very work of Christ alone. Right? You're not searching for these mystical ways to which you have eternal life. No, you look at the empty tomb. You look at the death of Christ. You look at the baptism that he has given to you. This is who you are called by God through his very promise. And that is through his word. The word made flesh who came to this world in all of his faithfulness, obedience, actively and passively all the way to the cross. There he died and rose for you, giving you the serum, the remedy over death. And that is his own death upon that cross, his crucifixion. And three days later, giving you that plucking out sting a death no more death is swallowed up and there you have eternal life this is who you are right now you know i always uh talk to my children about this and um i always think about what i'm going to tell them when i die and um <laughs> it's always those very important words right those lasting words that you have uh and, and this is it this is it 
This is our home. All by the one who prepares the mansion with many rooms, John 14. Right? And that is Jesus. I believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Oh, what a great word as we live this life in this wavelength, as we go through this life and anticipate what is to come. All by the work of Christ. That through the work of the Holy Spirit, who has called us by this very word, we confess these words. I believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Right? How do you know that you have life over death? How do you know? You know, it's not about, well, I've been a good person or, or you know, there's a God out there. I'm pretty sure I've done enough and, and merited my way. And, you know, so-and-so was a good person. And I'm sure, you know, they're in, a, in, in another place, a good place after they die. No, see, assurance is very important. And your assurance, as you say these very words, what should be meditated upon as you say these very words is Jesus. By his very work, there we have the rescue to paradise at the cross. By his very work, there death is swallowed up and we have victory and triumph in the work of Christ. There we hear, right? Uh, my sheep hear my voice. We hear his voice. The, the tombs will shake as they hear his word, right? Those words that is of eternal life, that is of this present possession predestined by our Lord Christ, who, who called us to be his own by the word and sacrament. That is how we know, all by his work. And because of it, we are certain and, and, and assured, knowing full well, that this is who we are. And this is what we are not hoping in a sense of, I hope it happens, but we are looking forward to as if it shall happen. And it will. The last day, the resurrection of the body and eternal life, this is yours. All because of the source to which it is delivered. And that is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God is not a liar. He does not change. He actually delivers what He promises. And this is yours. Say these words every single day, multiple times a day, whether it's in the morning, at night, at work, on your drive, on your commute, as you're cutting the grass on the lawn, as you're watering the flowers in the garden, as you're preparing lunch, dinner, um, as you're um, taking a break uh, uh, from work, say these very words, because this is where the Lord uh, continues to get you back to who you are for what life truly is. And this life is embodied or is, is wrapped in the work of Christ and what he has done for you. That's right especially in this day and age, when the fear of death, when the panic button has been pressed and the, human, the, the, the humanity that we live in is scurrying to try to find a barricade for themselves, for us, we rest upon the true fortress, the true eternal refuge, and that is our Lord Christ and what he has done for us. Everlasting life. 
the resurrection of the body. This is yours, friends. Right, this is yours. All by the grace of God and what He has done for you. The Word, right? Anticipation, right? Concrete blessedness. Blessed assurance, the certainty of God and what He has given you. So remember that this day. How do you know? How do you know you have eternal life? It's Jesus. Remember that. How do you know? Right? Subject of the verb, Jesus. Right? Subject of the verb, Jesus. Remember that. Subject of the verb, Jesus. How do you know? This is where your faith trusts. This is where your faith clings to the subject of the very verb, Jesus, and what he has done. Resurrection of the body, credited to Christ, life everlasting, credited to Christ and his work through the power of the Holy Spirit who has given you faith to believe in these very words. This is where you are, paradise. This is who you are as you live life eternally right now. That's right. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for this time. Lord, bless us in the gift of your promise, knowing full well that we anticipate what is to come. But Lord, in this time, grant us, by your Spirit, the blessed assurance full well that death has been swallowed up and that you have given us life in your name through the empty tomb of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, bless us in his resurrection and, and, and guide us in this resurrection, knowing full well that we too, by his big death, by his resurrection, you have given us life in your name. Lead us, O Lord, this day. Grant us your faith, and Lord, grant us your perseverance and wisdom as we face the day ahead, anticipating what is to come on the last day. Lord, for all these things we're thankful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for joining me today, and hopefully that went well with you. Um, remember, use the Apostles' Creed. It's your benefit. Repeat, 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 and meditate in this wavelength right? In this wavelength on this very topic that we study today, because there you'll find where your life really is. Trust me, in our sinful nature, our life can be consumed by this temporal way. But when we say these very words um, of, of the creed, it's like, yeah, that's right. My life is wrapped in my baptism. My life is wrapped in the death and resurrection of our... This is where I am uh, covered and, and, and robed in. And, and that is how we view life in itself. It's through the promise of Christ. Have a wonderful day. I know I've kept you long enough. Love you all. Praying for you all. Until next time, God be with you. Adios. And goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.